Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always looking and curious about entrepreneurs doing innovative things, things outside of the box, getting those conversations, insights, and sharing them with the audience. So today we have um, Gert uh, Malak, and he's an expert at digital marketing, SaaS, SEO, um, we're going to be, I'm really, I love digital marketing, social media marketing. So, um, we'll get it. The, today's conversation is going to be really interesting. So Gert, welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me. I'm very much looking forward to the conversation. Yeah. yeah I know you're coming out of Spain and, um, tell us more about your company, how you got started and we'll mm-hmm. get into the conversation. Absolutely. So my, I'm the founder of seoleverage.com, an SEO agency with right now about 30 people in the team. Uh, we work on projects big and small on an international level right now. I personally come from a technical background. So I started out as a freelance programmer and then started to get some help, build a team, um, get through all kinds of digital marketing from lead generation to social media ads to Google ads, obviously, and videos, etc. cetera. Uh, and there was one thing that always kind of was growing at the, on the side and which was really SEO. So at some point we made a decision and said, look, it, it just makes sense to niche down. Things are getting so complex. Uh, if you compare it to 10, 15 years ago, where every programmer was pretty much doing their the marketing and everything for their clients. <laughs> right now it's just very specialized. So we had to niche down somewhere. Uh, we did a lot of lead generation and e-commerce work before. And at some point said, let's niche down on, on SEO. We have been doing this for 20 years and it just made a lot of sense. And this was really where SEO leverage then was born as a brand. Yeah. Uh, so tell us, um, so SEO, that's like really interesting. Cause um, one thing I was talking with another and they were saying like SEO, you, you'd like these YouTube, um, these are more like um, uh, these are long-term things. And so tell us why SEO is still a thing at a time where social media is everywhere. Absolutely. It's a great question. And uh, I believe it's complementary. It's not that everybody should not be only doing SEO, but if you think about it, social media hits you at very different moments in your life, right? So when you see a social ad, or even if you follow someone and you consume the content, it might be on the bathroom. It might be when waiting to pick up your kids from school, 
um, it's really different moments where you're not really ready to take action. But when it comes to search marketing, whoever opens up Google to, to perform a search has set aside at least a few minutes to really focus on what they want to see. So the the spots on, on search have a really high importance because they hit people at a very good moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and what is the, so for example, when you talk about SEO, um, just tell us some of the basics, like um, mm -hmm. what, what is it? How do you get started um, and go from there? Absolutely. So uh, everything is based around uh, Google's page one. There is a saying that says there's no better place to hide a dead body than page two of Google because uh -huh. nobody's going to ever look there. Everything is focused around page one and that actually the top of page one. So everybody wants to be there because this is where the attention gets caught at the right moment. So if you rank on page five somewhere, that's great and you're probably already relevant and there's some potential, but we really need to get you to page one so you see an impact and hear the phone ring and get some leads in, make some sales, etc. Right. So SEO is for search stands for search engine optimization. And this is a series of strategies and tactics we have just developed as an SEO industry over time uh, that can influence positively where your page comes up. And this starts by creating content that Google actually wants to rank and then optimizing the entire content structure and what other websites talk about you, how they link to you and more. Yeah. Um, and how, um, how can people, how do you, for example, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So uh, you, that was a good introduction to SEO. And um, so why is SEO still a thing at a time where social media is everywhere? It's just because the, you want to be on different platforms. So for me, in order to build a real business, you need to be found for what you're selling, right? This was even the case with the yellow pages. So it should still be the case in times of digital marketing. And we saw this with COVID. A lot of time, people who were only relying on social media ads suddenly found out that if they search for their brand or what they're doing in Google, they were nowhere. So they just saw that it's just absolutely necessary to build up this content pillar as well. Make sure that you actually make your blog work for you and bring in a consistent flow of traffic, qualified traffic and leads into your business. So you can this then complement with social media. So you can, for example, make retargeting, remarketing campaigns with uh, the traffic that comes in, this covers you on SEO and then impact them on other platforms. It's just a very important pillar in the marketing mix. And how do you, how do people combine different marketing channels with SEO? There's a lot of, a lot of ways. So for example, very often my clients would probably use social media for branding purposes, maybe for their personal brand, for their business brand, really get the word out there, run some ads so they get more people searching for them, etc. But when it comes to specific issues, 
it's all about having the right answer to a particular question. So if somebody has a question about how to change a tire on, on a BMW X5, there's going to be an, some content out there and it might be a video, it might be an article, right? And if your car dealership, BMW car dealership is the one that has the best structure, you already have impacted this person at a really good moment, help in a helpful manner with your brand. And this might be the way, the first moment where they then explore your website or have you in mind or get then impacted by whatever social media ads afterwards, for example. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is you talk about um, outranking Amazon on Google. Tell us more mm -hmm. about that. Absolutely. So this is a lot of people don't start with SEO because they think you can't go against the big guys right and you see in every niche has their big guy amazon is the big guy in a lot of different niches in e-commerce um, and a lot of people really shy away from from organic because amazon comes up all the time but we have successfully time and again outranked amazon results because as a, as a smaller player you have a big advantage which is you can you just very first of all you have a better understanding of your target audience in a in a way that you can you really know what they're talking about you have been on the phone very often with them you have exchanged emails etc amazon needs to find a one size fits all solution so okay. they have the data obviously and they can make really smart moves and we can learn a lot from them but very often people start to to act like amazon and copy them <laughs> rather than just extracting some ideas that make sense and then building their own site what applies and what works for Amazon and Google isn't going to be what's working for a small Shopify store, for example. But there are definitely a lot of things that can work where, where a small store can really um, can really get a lot of points is by really going this extra mile. How can I present this product? Can I can I can find twenty different unpacking videos and add them to the product if this is adding value, right? How can I, how else can I add value? I can wrap this up up as a gift and have a personalized note on. Uh, on this handwritten by by my partner, for example, right? I can I can do a lot of things. I can also create a lot of content about around products. Amazon doesn't have a blog where they would present additional content or help like with a buyer's guide or something like this. They can't do this. And as a result, Google just wants to make users happy. If a small e-commerce store has the content users actually love and engage with and click on and, and really consume, Google is happy to rank it. Google doesn't care. Right. So it's really about, first of all, removing this obstacle, this mental block where you say, OK, this is a limiting belief. I can't go again. Amazon is a is a limiting belief. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and second, then really kind of focus on my own strengths as a small business and say, OK, where are my strengths really? Right. And my strength is in how detailed I can present this product. Right. How personalized I can make those videos, how I can structure my website, what kind of additional complementary information I can give, or where can I people pick people up when they're researching, when they don't even know what to do? Yeah. And um, one thing is, uh, one thing that's interesting is, you know, you go to Google, you do search, and then let's say you rank, um, you know, two or three, and then your competitors ranking are higher, but then you, you can also talk about leveraging your competitors ranking for your own advantage tell mm -hmm. us about that that's quite an interesting concept absolutely it's very often it's it's really we we don't we never want to copy a competitor not even not amazon not anybody else but we want to do a deep we call this internally in my agency in seo leverage we call this a deep learning right so we do a deep learning or a deep research we call this a deep research on a on a competitor of our client one of our clients 
And this is just blocking out a few hours in our time and making a note of everything we learn about this website, everything we learn. And we have enough tools where we can extract what kind of keywords do they rank for? What kind of keywords do they want to rank for? What kind of uh, links do they get from other websites? What about those websites? Where, how they, have they probably come across them? What, how do they present their content? What's the usability like? What's the usability on a mobile phone? So it's just a lot, of, a lot of research you can do when you know what you're looking for where you can extract a lot of ideas. And among those ideas, definitely there are keyword ideas. And very often this is also true for Google search ads campaigns. When you start out with search ads, very often either you have some information where to, what to start with and what kind of keywords to bid on, or you do competitive research and say, okay, this competitor has been doing this for five years. They probably know a thing or two, which I don't know if I'm just starting out. So let's see what they are bidding on and, and let's start with those terms and then build from there. So you always want to definitely learn what you can from competitors in order to get a head start, hit yeah. the ground running, and then base your optimizations off of that, um, that moment, really. Interesting. So basically taking what they're doing and tailoring it to your business. Um, the the other thing is a lot of the audience are uh, either bloggers um, and you talk about writing content that ranks high on Google. Tell mm -hmm. us some, you don't have to spill the secret sauce, but you can tell us a little bit of the strategies, how to do that. Absolutely. So there's, there's one, one reason why somebody won't, wouldn't, something wouldn't rank. And this is very often I have conversations with people who are, uh, just go to SEO leverage, book a call with me. And then we, we say, okay, they say, this article is really good. This is the best in my industry. I'm an industry leader. I know this is the best. Why doesn't it rank? Right? So over the years, we came up with a why not rank framework, as we call it internally <laughs> here, uh, where we just have like a lot of checkpoints we want to, to analyze. Ultimately, first of all, the main reason why something isn't ranking is because it's not answering something people search for. So it's one thing to share a thought on social media for your following and people might engage with it and love it and share it and comment on it, etc. This doesn't mean that the same idea and text is going to make a good blog post that Google wants to rank. Why? Because it might not be something people are specifically searching for. So we really want to dive into the minds of, of the potential Google user searching for something and then clicking on a result coming to our website and then really work backwards. So if I want to get a lead, for example, from uh, I'm collecting leads, I need to work backwards from there and say, okay, what kind of content does somebody need to land on and what does it need to say on this content in order for them to take the next step and opt in for my lead magnet, right? Mm -hmm. But before they come to this website, they probably have done a search on Google. So what would be the search? What would be the search result they need to see to actually click on it? that then connects them to the article that then extracts the leads from the lead from them. And this is where people, I think, are just missing the point when they just talk about what they know how to do, what to talk about. I can talk about SEO for hours, no problem at all. Only a fraction of it is going to be SEO worthy. Mm -hmm. And we want to make a, a conscious decision. We just had a project that had like more than 5,000 different blog posts, and we decided to get rid of, four, I think, 4,500 of them because they were not answering anything. They were not valuable. They didn't drive leads They drove in a completely wrong audience just because Google, if they can't really figure it out because it's too mixed, they're not going to do anything with it. Oh, interesting. So it has to 
you know, because some of the stuff that I put out, you know, sometimes it ranks, you know, second page or so, but that's mm -hmm. quite interesting. Maybe it may not be answering a question or people are not searching on that. Um, exactly. And then, and then the second thing is when it doesn't rank well, chances are it also doesn't convert well because Google cannot match your piece of content with a specific audience looking for something. Whereas if you have a piece that Google can match up with somebody looking for this answer that you present so well, chances are that up to 50, 60%, we have seen conversion rate from such a content piece into a mailing list. Yeah, interesting. Um, now, you know, we're talking about traffic and um, let's talk about um, actually getting sales because, you know, visit, converting visitors into leads and then sales. Tell us some of these ideas and concepts. Yeah, first of all, we want to we want to make sure we know if we are asking for too much, right? So people might run marketing campaigns and get frustrated with whatever channel because they don't not making any sale after a month, right? I have literally people reaching out to me two years after we first met. I literally this morning had a call with someone who started to do something with us in February 2020. And a lot of things happened since then, as we know, um, and now we're going to work on something, right? So it's a, it's a long game. I learned this with my, my mentor, James Remco, who was always preaching, preaching uh, this business is a long game. <laughs> um, and it took me a long time to internalize it, I guess. But so we want to make sure that we are not asking for too much. So maybe the only thing that you can ask for is that people subscribe to your YouTube channel. So maybe they're not even ready to give you their email address. Maybe yeah. the only reason you bring them to your site, and we have a particular client who's doing really, really well on YouTube lives, for example, our only goal is to get people from a blog post to his YouTube page so they can subscribe there. Because we know that after a few months, they're going to go do one of his YouTube lives. And from there, they're probably going to turn into a client. So you really want to understand your audience. You want to understand your bias cycle, how long does it take for, for someone to first engage with you to ultimately take the next step, what's reasonable. If it's reasonable for you because you're the only provider locally, the only veterinar veterinarian and people only need you when they, they have a problem with their cat, it's reasonable to expect they're going to make a purchase or an appointment right away. Perfect. If I am an online course provider and I have an SEO online course, um, people might not purchase right away. They might get to my mailing list. They might check out my free material, see if this is good enough. They might consider a paid one. They might drag around this decision for a few months and then eventually make a purchase, maybe five or 10% of them, right? Mm. So we want to make sure we know what we, if we are asking for too much mm. and make sure this, this really aligns with the entire overall strategy. So it's one thing that you get the traffic, but the traffic needs to be really relevant. We don't want any irrelevant traffic on your site at all, if we can mm. avoid it. Sometimes people are really happy and it's good for their ego to see there's a lot of traffic on the website. But then when we drill down a little bit, mm. we see the traffic goes to completely irrelevant articles they just happen to have on their site because this was a guest sharing an, an article or something like this and isn't related to the business. So you really want to make sure you know where the traffic comes in. Mm -hmm. And this was the main reason why we built our software at SEO Leverage, where we just uh, make it easy We extract three, four KPIs from Google Analytics, from Google Search Console and show them to our clients in a way they can understand this. So they can open up our app and see where does the traffic come in and how does it convert? Yeah. 
Uh, fascinating. Um, you know, we're nearing the end of the conversation, but uh, tell us, you know, some common mistakes. I know you mentioned some that you see people make with SEO. So definitely the first one we always see is that we expect something to rank that's not SEO worthy, as I say. It's not rank worthy for Google. So we want to make sure that we 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 write something that Google actually wants to rank. So my my without using any tools, every every decent SEO agency is going to pay a few thousand dollars on tools every month. So you don't have to as a client. Um, but everybody can open up Google and say, if I want to rank for car repair shop um, in Sydney, for example, I can type this in and see what is it that Google is going to show. What is it that Google is ranking? What are those first search results? How are they different from what I want to rank? Right? Can I do something to align myself with what Google is looking for? Everybody can do this. Nobody does. Right? Mm -hmm. So Google, interestingly for SEO, Google is the most underused tool, I believe. Everybody is using SEMrush and, and, and Ahrefs and I don't know what, uh, <laughs> getting into, into the nitty gritty of uh, usually an agency should do. But nobody uses Google to actually figure out what, what is it that Google actually wants to see. And, and let's see if I can correspond to this a little bit more. The second thing is for the people underestimate the impact of user experience. So user experience means what is the user actually, how does the user consume your content? This isn't even considering so much clicking around and finding different pieces of content and, and I don't know what. It really considers uh, making sure that you understand how is a user going to consume this article they're on. They land on a blog post, how are they going to consume it? People very often still have like a title and a big wall of text where they just expect people to come there, uh, read from the top to the bottom and the last sentence say, contact us if you want more information. This was a format that used to work a few years ago, but now people are on their mobile phones. They don't have time. They do not read from top to bottom. They skim your article. They want to quickly jump to the section that's answering the question. They're not going to read the entire thing to understand your thought process. And we need to account for that. If we don't, Google is not going to rank your content. Yeah. Right? And then the, another point we can share here is that we cannot underestimate the importance of links from other websites, backlinks, we call them. Right? Mm -hmm. So Google has a trust. I always say Google has a trust issue. Right, so Google is, is really reluctant to trust someone unless there are other people backing up this brand. Mm -hmm. Right, same as if I if I go to the city center of Madrid in whatever street, I'm going to find uh, a register box with 25 different stickers uh, from plumbers. Everybody with their phone number. Every plumber has a sticker in Madrid. Interestingly. And you're going to see like a register box from those the from the electricity company, for example, and all the plumbers put in their 24-hour plumbing service uh, or locksmith service, whatever it is, they put on their stickers, right? And I have no idea which one to choose, right? But if I ask five people in Madrid and and four of them point me to one, it is a good chance that they trust this person a little bit more than everybody else, right? And the same thing happens on the internet. If I I can, have a, I can put up a website tomorrow about cancer treatment and I really shouldn't do this because I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about, but Google needs to assess my website the same as a cancer expert's website, mm -hmm. right? So they need to figure out what is legit, what is not legit. And they're going to see what is the network around this person, around the author, around this brand. Is this something I should be ranking? 
or is this something that comes from an SEO guy and I probably shouldn't show it in my search results, right? So the links coming from authority sites, imagine a medical authority linking to a specific doctor's website, right? Yeah. This is a trust signal. And very often we expect just because our content is so great and it's optimized, this already needs to rank. But unless there are other websites backing up this content, you're probably not going to get to page one too often. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, this has been um I really like the the analysis and the kind of the strategy at the kind of work backwards. Um how can I know you have a website um that people can check out, SEO leverage. Um uh, mm-hmm. and how can people follow you on social media, contact you, uh check out more of your resources? Absolutely, yeah. Just the ideal thing is just head over to SEOleverage.com. Uh, check this out. I've written a book about SEO as well that can be downloaded from the website if you want. Um, and if you think it makes sense to have a conversation, just book in a call. I'm doing all the calls myself. So we check out your website, devise an action plan that can make sense. Or I point you elsewhere if this isn't a fit uh, in order to make sure that SEO can work for you. But it's really important to see SEO as a conversion tool rather than the source of massive amounts of traffic, which very often are going to be irrelevant. Yeah. And for all the listeners out there, thanks for tuning in. Definitely check out Girk's um, resources. They'll be in the links and show notes. So thanks so much. And um, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed the call. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you Wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.